0: Welcome to Bourbon Sauce. Today's episode is called Hold My Bourbon. Watch this. In today's episode, we're going to talk about off-roading gone wrong and some of our results of drinking and off-roading. We've got Ryan and myself, Dan, grab your favorite bourbon and join us for the show. Before we get into it, Ryan, which bourbon are you sipping on? Well, today,
1: in honor of, you know, holding my bourbon and watching this. I decided to go with Knob Creek. The nine year. Pretty smooth. You can find it in just about any any liquor store out there. Run you somewhere between $45 and $60, depending on where you're hunting around at.
0: Nice. Uh myself, I'm doing Heaven's Door. It's the 10 year, age, 10 years, Decade series. Uh it's a straight bourbon whiskey. It's got a bit of that rye mix. Most, like most Heaven's Doors, uh, just over 20% rye in the, the mash bill for this thing. But it's not bad. I still think I like double-barreled bourbon by them best. Um, I seem to find some of their other ones are a little bit too too much rye for me. And I'm not much of a rye drinker, so.
1: Got that extra bite.
0: Yeah. And I don't like it. Fair enough. So. We both like to do some off-roading, right? Absolutely. Uh, There's nothing more exciting, I think, than getting together with your people's friends, whoever, and doing some trail riding and whatnot. Uh, So far together, we've had minimal mishaps together, but alone or historically, at least in my instance, it's a total different story. As we both know, I'm pretty reckless with my vehicles, to begin with, on the road, so when I'm off-road and there's little to no rules, I'm absolute chaos. Yes. So yes, with yes. that, let's dive in some of my idiotic off-roading adventures because that will, I'm sure, lead to some hilarious moments.
1: We'll be here all night.
0: We could be. I mean, I've done a lot of dumb shit, and most of it involves alcohol. So to those of you out there, don't drink and drive, first of all. It's illegal. We don't want anyone to get in trouble. We don't condone it. So just know that start off with. Me, I have a side-by-side, a little Razor 900, and I like to take it off-road. A lot. And, you know, I had it probably two days, and I had flipped it. There wasn't even anything around me. It was just riding with my brother. And I decided I was going to try to do some donuts, and I Turned in a little too sharply to start the donuts, and I fucking flipped the thing.
1: Was your brother okay?
0: He wasn't with me. He was riding it his own. So, yeah, he was absolutely okay. He was laughing his ass off as I had to kick out my windshield to then crawl out of the front of the thing, which is the one picture on our on Instagram. Instagram yes, sir. Of me standing there, like, all triumphant, like, yeah, I didn't die, but I fucking already flipped my razor at less than a week old. Um... And that's kind of where the adventure started with that razor, because it progressively got worse, and a girl I was dating, I let her drive it, and she did the exact same thing and put it on the other side of the razor. So then I had matching damage on both sides. That's
1: what you call turning the other cheek.
0: Yeah, really. I mean, essentially, that's kind of what happened, but... Um...
1: Or would that be his and her door panels?
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Either way, it got double-rolled, so... That thing has definitely lived up to its hype of being durable. Yeah. And I should be like a product test person because there's no one better. to If it's going to get rolled, it's going to be me that's going to do it. Because I've rolled an ATV twice. I've rolled my side-by-side twice. I haven't rolled a vehicle yet. I have gotten my vehicle stuck numerous times. Uh... I floated my side-by-side, side, as in I was down in the creek here, and I decided, man, let's see how far this thing can go in water. And it's not, it's not a high lifter, so it doesn't have snorkels on it.
1: No, no, it does not.
0: So it doesn't breathe well underwater. It's just like a person. You need oxygen. Yeah. And I found that out because I figured, well, you know, if I just stay on it and I keep blowing the water out of the exhaust and it was well, it maybe it won't take it in anywhere else but i forgot that there's a where the trans where the clutch is on that yeah there's a, there's an intake for the air yes to get into that housing uh-huh and the water just goes straight in there and then the belt just starts slipping because there's it's just engorged in water so i did find engorged huh? engorged yeah you know like a veiny triumphant bastard engorged
1: fair enough all right so
0: I i definitely found out that Razors aren't like a boat. Trucks aren't like a boat because neither one of them really float in water as well as you'd think they will. And once you do submerge them, it can do some pretty irreversible damage.
1: I have to say, um, I would have never guessed or even contemplated that either of those would float.
0: Yeah, well, you know, sometimes when I have a few, I get these harebrained ideas that maybe it will. I don't know. Let's find out. Let's see what happens. Basically, you're saying if a tank can drive
1: through in water and have a propeller on its ass, that those two things should be able to float.
0: Yeah. Duh. Fair enough. So, you know. uh, So, I I think the thing I've definitely learned about off-roading is not to do it alone. Because every time I do go alone, I'm I'm an unsupervised child. And I am still an adult, but I'm like one of those people that Without someone else to have some sort of like, I can
1: I can attest to that. (laughs) Right, I I feel like at times I'm your Jiminy Cricket.
0: Yeah, sometimes, you know, and that's even happened on the property. You know, we're riding out there on the ninety acres, and a lot of times, like Dan, don't do it. Like what? I know what you're thinking. Don't do it. All right, all right. I guess I won't. I won't fucking decide to go off road somewhere. But you know, fuck. I Why feel
1: not? like we have our moments. We counterbalance each other in certain aspects.
0: Yeah, for sure. And I, I think that's most most friendships. There's usually the, that that counterbalance that kind of happens. Um, and sometimes it doesn't, and then it, that's when it gets crazy because then if we're both in it, like...
1: Oh, if we're both in it and oh, yeah. nobody's Jiminy cricketing it, it gets...
0: Oh, it can get hairy real quick. Yeah. Um, I remember, you know taking my truck out in North Carolina and... Which one? The black Silverado that I had. To,
1: oh, the 2500 gas that yeah, I talked so much shit about yeah, for you the, having a gasser?
0: Mm-hmm, yeah. And I thought, you know, because it's a Z71 and it's 2500, it should should be okay off-road. And for the most part, it was all right. You know, I had 33s on it and it, it did okay, except for when I high-sided it in some water. And then, you know, I had <laughs> I had to call a wrecker to drive all the way back in the back of, like, Mott Lake there near Bragg. Yep. Which, by the way, you're not supposed to really off-road back there. There's signs everywhere that say not to really do that, but people do it anyway. And luckily, this I guy. Like,
1: I like how you said people do it anyways. Yeah. It's like just so everybody knows, I'm not the
0: only yeah, I'm one. I'm not the only it. idiot that's out there. Trust me there was a guy with his Jeep tried to pull me out, and it was a two door Jeep, and I was like, "Dude, you're not gonna be able to pull me out." He's like, "Oh no, it'll be fine. Watch." I... He just buried himself.
1: He hold my bourbon. Watch this. Yeah,
0: he's just buried himself trying to pull me out, and I was like, "Bro, you're you're making this worse." Yeah, I I, I just I have to remind myself that some trucks are not really off road trucks, even though it says that you know Z seventy one package off road capable, sure you can go off-road to some degree.
1: Yeah, they're not telling you that it's like a 4 by 4 rock crawler. They're telling you it's off-road capable for, like, i.e., the guy that hunts or the guy that's on a construction site. The simple Simon Says off-road, not the I'm going balls to the walls through this creek in this mud (laughs) hole and we're going (laughs) to see where it goes.
0: Well, you know, in my defense, I had gone through that little hole before, It just wasn't as deep as it was this time, and I think something else had gone prior and rutted it out more than it had been. That's your life experience. Something's been there first. Oh, God. (laughs) Very rarely is it rutted out before I get there, though. (laughs) But, but yeah, you know, I I definitely learned that if I want an off-road vehicle, I need to get one that's more specific, for that whatever it is i'm doing whether it's gonna be a rock crawler or you know that defender would have been great it was great the problem with that thing is it had so many issues that i had to continuously repair yeah that i was just i was tired of it you know i was like that's why you just need to buy you a decent jeep well that's what i'm trying to do that you don't mind beating up yeah i've been looking and uh i just don't want anything that's got a shit ton of miles but uh the more i look the more i'm probably going to have to get something that's got like 60,000 plus miles just for it to be stomachable, palatable, whatever the word is, tolerable. Mm.
1: That's why I'm saying. We just take the Jeep Cherokee, tear it apart, make sure the wiring's working. Cause that was what the issue was. Yeah. And then you slap on some of them little half doors and you just beat the shit out of it. Yeah. And then it didn't cost anything other than what it took to get it running again.
0: Well, there's that. But Speaking of Jeeps... I had a Jeep, but it was a Grand Cherokee, so it was, you know, like the mall crawler. I had the Jeep you wanted. And I thought, again, because it's got four-wheel drive, or all-wheel drive in this case, and it's said trail rated, that you could take it off-roading, and lo and behold, I got it stuck. You should ask which trail rating it was, because there's yeah. actual
1: different ratings for trails.
0: Uh, you know what? Obviously, the Jeep Rubicon, Wrangler Rubicon is like the pinnacle of off roading.
1: Mm-hmm. With the hard rock package where it's got the rock rails. All
0: that, right? Mm-hmm. And Where it's got disconnecting sway bars, the yes. lockers. Then you have like the Jeep Wrangler Sport. Just got four wheel drive, the ability for high and low. Still got plenty of people St- tearing them up. Still plenty of torque to get you through certain things, but definitely not made for rock calling. Definitely not made not for at all. Not at all. bogging. So then you have the mall crawler that I was driving, the, the you know, soccer mom mobile. And that is basically like if you're going to take your kids to a soccer game and you need to drive through the grass and park in a field right. off-roading. Yes. Not, hey, let's go traipsing through this muddy field and see how far we can get. Because I am telling you right now, it will not make it. No, no, it will not. Not even a little bit. <laughs> I got stuck. And then my brother got stuck, and then we had to pull us both out. But uh, we talked about that before. With the car, I, don't, like,
1: I don't, I don't know. I don't want to know what you and your brother have got <sighs> stuck together. God, you know, I'm just saying.
0: I, I don't know. I've definitely been a part of a lot of dumb decision making, and <laughs> and uh, alcohol's almost always involved. Um, there was a time when I was, I had my, I had a little Polaris. It was probably like a 250 or something. It was a smaller one. The Hawkeye. It was a player's Hawkeye. And I got it because it was what I could afford at the time. And my buddy had one of those Can-Am fucking 800 beastly side-by ATVs. Yep. The Outlander. And so, you know, I'm trying to keep up with him on trails and everything else. And there was a time... When he went up this little embankment, and he, he did fine. I tried to go up that embankment, and I f- rolled backwards. Literally flipped my little quad on top of myself. Luckily, I had my helmet on, because there was a huge gash right in the top of my helmet where I had hit a rock. Jesus. Yeah. And then, same time, same trip, we were going down, because we are doing like a poker run. Yeah. You know, where you stop somewhere, you take a card drink some, go to the next place.
1: Wait, we're I, talking ATVs on blacktop?
0: Well, mixture. So it was like we'd hit some hardball, we'd hit some gravel, we'd hit some farmer fields, you know, wherever we are because this was like middle of nowhere, fucking upstate New York border and Pennsylvania area. And uh, I went up onto the farm field and everything was fine. And they came down a little... farther, because I was slow from everybody, but I I didn't know where they came off. Right. And so I was starting to come off, because at this point, I think I was in the middle of the pack, and when I came down, I found one of those culvert drainage pipes. Yeah. Like the concrete ones, the big ones, and I fucking smashed head into that with my ATV, right? So I go airborne Superman over my handlebars, (laughs) literally flying through the air, my buddy Nate on his bombardier or uh outlander comes flying literally milliseconds in front of me and like slams on his brakes cuz then i just tumbled behind him and i stand up and i'm like holy shit you almost killed me <laughs> and everybody's like what the fuck that that's that atv is fucked beyond belief like i snapped the half shafts four wheel drive didn't work on it anymore
1: like, i was going to say i'd say I that was i fucked gone. that thing
0: up so bad but didn't learn my lesson because I still, I still go balls to the wall when I'm off road. You know, I just, I just don't care. I'm I'm very reckless when there's no rules. When there's no rules, it's like, look out! There's there's no telling what the fuck I'm gonna do.
1: So you're that guy that we have to have the waivers for and signing all these legal documents before you
0: enter the park. I am that guy. Why you have warning labels on things too? On some things, coffee. Maybe hot, <laughs> yeah. Uh, do you have any instances where you got yourself stuck?
1: Uh, I have plenty where I got myself stuck. Yeah, but I have, I have a lot of dumb shit. Okay, do tell. Not, not so much. So, I will say. So, I, I had this nice Yoda, an '82 Yoda, uh-huh. right? Like people would literally offer to buy the front end of my truck
0: just for the axle. Yes. Yeah.
1: That's like we just want your front end. Yeah. What am I supposed to do with the rest truck? We don't care. We want yeah, your like front some end. Dana sixties right?
0: or Dana 40, whatever. <clears throat> it, it was, was indestructible. Yeah. It was
1: amazing, right? So had that engine blue, it had the uh twenty two R engine in it. The engine blue mm-hmm. so had to have it towed. Well, I break down and decide to buy a brand new single cab uh Chevy Colorado. Two-wheel drive. Because I'm young, I'm dumb, I'm 19, I don't have a clue, right? Yeah. So I let a guy down at the dealership local in Clarksville convince me to purchase this vehicle. Because I'm not going to lie, I'm from, I'm cornbread fed, small town. Yeah. Right? So anyways, fast forward, we're all hanging out with my platoon, and we'd go out on the weekends. We'd go out to LBL. There's a section that you sh- that's still owned by the Corps of Engineers. Okay. I used to, everybody could go, you go mud, four wheel, camp, and it was, you didn't pay a dime. Nice. Right? And then, some jackasses started driving off of it onto a farmer's property, so Corps of Engineers came in, fenced the whole thing off, no more access.
0: Yep. That's all it takes.
1: Right? So, they're all shit-talking me, shit-talking me, so I take this two-wheel drive, single cab, Chevy Colorado, and we're talking... If you don't have an ATV, you don't have full-wheel drive and a winch, There's certain parts of this place you're just not going to do. Well, it had rained a lot. I mean a lot. So we're talking some serious water, you know, some bogging and stuff. Well, rather than me take the time to actually have to bog through the stuff, I would just start flooring it and skid because the truck was so light right on across the stuff. Mm Mm-hmm. So I would make it over to where we were camping and stuff, and they'd be like, "What the hell, man!" So the next morning, not only is my truck stuck, but two other trucks are stuck, three full wheelers are stuck, and two two bur- dirt bikes are stuck. We had camped close enough to the lake edge that when the tide had come in, oh god, it had it had literally moistened up the ground enough under the vehicles and everything to sink them down. So every vehicle was pretty much sunk. Like all the ATVs were sunk over their rims. The dirt bikes were almost to the top of their rims. My truck was way down. And then the four by four trucks were at least halfway up their tires. So you're talking we're having to wait. We're it's like six, seven o'clock in the morning, mm. right? We're trying to full wheel some more. It's Saturday. We're having to wait till people that just come out for the day come out for the day so that we can have all these vehicles towed out so that we can even start anything.
0: Nobody brought a winch. They had winches where they were parked too far from the tree line. They couldn't winch to another vehicle and like, pull it wouldn't
1: have done you no good. We were they, The way we, everything was staged. Oh, it God. was like a motor pool line. Everything uh, was staged online. That sucks. Yeah. Like we were able to like pull the dirt bikes out and yeah. go ride the dirt bikes And, like, wedge some of the four-wheelers out, but Hmm. the trucks, you could forget. Fuck that They had to be pulled out.
0: So, basically, don't (laughs) park near water.
1: Anywhere that you think the water line will come up, tide and stuff? Because nobody thinks about a tide on a lake or a pond. Well, no,
0: because, you know. But on a
1: lake, it's a thing. Oh, that water does recede everywhere. He learned that a lot
0: (laughs) that day, okay? Got a proper education. Yeah. Sounds like it was a a learning experience for everybody. Um, It could have been a lot worse.
1: Oh, it could have been a hell of a lot worse. Because
0: if if you guys parked any closer, you you might have lost some of those side bikes or the ATVs or dirt bikes that the water got in those.
1: Oh, you very well could have.
0: That would have sucked bad because then you would have had to figure out how to get those out of there because you don't have no ramps to put them on the trucks. Nope. (laughs) That would have been a real pain in the ass.
1: Oh, yeah. You'd have been trying to tow them the best you could. Yeah. Let's just say getting out of there was not that easy.
0: Well you already said getting in was a a pain in the dick. So well, I, I mean, can only for imagine two
1: wheel drive truck. Hell yeah it was, but that's why you just hit it and go. Yeah, I
0: can only imagine trying to leave it, you know, and now after everybody has been riding and rutting it up even worse, and it's soup, you're trying to drive through with a two wheel drive truck.
1: Now four by four rodeoing is where it's at.
0: Four by four rodeoing?
1: Yeah. So one of one of the guys that we would go out with had a Gooseneck hitch in the back of his 1500 4x4. Mm-hmm. So we had rigged up a strap to it. Mm-hmm. And you would stand in the bed, the center of the bed of his truck, stand up, and you would hold that strap, and he would do donuts.
0: Oh, God. You guys are just looking to be launched.
1: It happened occasionally. I'm sure it does. And then sometimes, you know, you win, and you're like, Yeah! Ah, kiss my ass! I'm number one, right? hmm And then... Sometimes you're the one that's eating the mud pile.
0: And I was gonna say people that are standing around watching are getting flung with mud.
1: Oh, absolutely. So you learn to back up.
0: Yeah, right. Um
1: But you're not holding anything while you're doing that, trust me. Yeah. You're trying to have something in one hand and hold that strap and not happening, Captain.
0: You know, I've also gotten stuck a mower. My riding mower.
1: I've gotten mowers stuck before. Yeah.
0: That's an easy one to get stuck though. Because if you if the deck it's too low sometimes. Yep. It's like you just really need to lift the deck, and you're you're unstuck. Mm-hmm. But it's still frustrating, because you'll be going along, and all of a sudden you hit like a dip or something, and your tires are spinning, you're like, what the fuck, man? It's okay.
1: Straight-ass sober the other day when I was at the property. I got the zero turn stuck, had to hook Rusty up to the zero turn to pull it out, and took the passenger side door out with the tree stump. I
0: was so, going to ask about that. So I'm just saying, that's yeah. dead sober. Yeah, you know? Mm-hmm. So... When it comes to recovering people that are stuck, I guess there's there's some good and bad techniques to doing that. Yes. Uh, I'd say some bad ones are if you are trying to pull a bigger-than-you vehicle, heavier-than-you vehicle, at least make sure that your winch or whatever you're using is rated.
1: A oh, 100%. Your equipment needs to be rated <laughs> to handle the weight you're hooking it to. Because
0: I've seen a lot of... Well... You know, There's a lot of people out there like, oh, well, I can get you out. I got a wench. Okay, buddy. First of all, your winch is rated for like 9,000 pounds. Right. My truck, any of the trucks that I've had, or 2,500s, are way heavier than that when they're stuck. Cause you're, to get it unstuck, you need that much more force to pull it out because it's suctioned in most of the time. Right. And people don't realize that because they're like, oh, well, your truck was only like... 4,000 pounds, 5,000 pounds, or whatever, my wrench should be able to pull you out. Mm, not exactly true. So, just something to think about. If you, you know, if you use snatch blocks or something.
1: But even using a snatch block, you got to make sure that snatch block is, right. is rated correct.
0: Because that's the other thing. People buy those cheap little knockoff Harbor Freight or something off of Amazon, and they're like, ah, oh, it's a snatch block. So if I use two of these, it, you know... Two to one and three to one polling should have more pull power. What is
1: that brand?
0: Which one? The Badlands? From Harbor
1: Freight? No, we use them because I had ordered them for the tree cut. Oh, the ARB
0: or? um, Is it ARB? I have some ARB ones. Orange
1: ones, the American something.
0: Oh, yeah, the American Off Road Association or something like that.
1: Something like that. But the ones that we had were really good.
0: Yeah. Yeah, they're rated for sure. Uh, which was also a funny thing. We were trying to do the tree chopping with my side-by-side, and it almost pulled my side-by-side off the ground because that tree was so heavy.
1: But we didn't have the snatch blocks.
0: No, but I don't think it would have mattered because of how light my side-by-side is and how heavy that tree was. I'm just
1: glad that we had enough time to get Rusty hooked up and (laughs) then continue.
0: Because I could have ended really bad.
1: Yeah, it was going right for my camper.
0: Yeah, it would have been bad for you and me because I would have to pay for all that damage. Um,
1: Damn it, why didn't I let it fall? Oh,
0: Yeah. You know, I would just be like, here, have mine, fuck it. Because <laughs> um, then I would just, I, I don't know. I still want to uh, trade mine at some point and get, you know, a toy hauler, but I digress. The summer's
1: not over and there's lots of storms, I'm just saying.
0: <laughs> yeah, but we got rid of most of the trees that were going to possibly do damage to that.
1: You never know.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: I'm just kidding, by the way. I like my camper. Do you? I mean it's
0: you got all the torn apart right now it's half of it's in my garage.
1: I know and I'm still going to continue <laughs> tearing it apart. Like as soon as I get 2 or 3 days of nice weather, yeah. I'm gutting that sucker. Yeah. It's going to be mine.
0: Oh, well, it already is yours. Oh, well, I'm going to make you're it mine. You're going to put your spin on it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: All right, I'm getting this off topic.
0: That's it, all right. it happens. It, almost inevitably every episode after we've had a few we we get sidetracked and have to round robin back. Um so, so, speaking of things that could go wrong, I, I could just think of when you guys are doing that off-road rodeo, how much worse it could have ended for somebody. Because when you fly out of the back of a vehicle, mm-hmm. and you don't necessarily have the wherewithal, mm-hmm. and that truck keeps spinning, it could come back and smack the shit out of you and and fucking do some real damage. It's possible. Oh, Yeah. And it's also possible to fly out of the back and break your neck or something if you land wrong.
1: And planes crash and people get in the car accidents.
0: I'm just saying, we do some, I think men in general, do really dumb shit.
1: Yeah, it's a whole masculinity thing.
0: And I know a lot of it is like ego stroking and, you know, whatever. We're trying to prove that we're the alpha or, you know, whatever it is in the hierarchy of most groups of friends. Nobody wants to be the bitch, you know? Right. So it, it's inevitable that anything that can go wrong will go wrong when you have a bunch, bunch of guys together and they're drinking and you're off-roading. That is just a fact. Cause yeah. Someone's going to be like, oh, I bet you I can get over that obstacle. And next thing you know, dude's fucking flipped his shit over and everybody's standing around. See, like, here's
1: the thing. You take 10 guys drinking alcohol... Yep. Yeah. Most of the time, those 10 guys drinking alcohol end up doing dumb shit, right? Yeah. Whereas you take 10 women drinking alcohol, and most of the times, by the time somebody comes home, somebody's marriage is ended because they've all (laughs) congregated and spun this web of shit. Yeah. And really what it boiled down to is the 10 guys got drunk and played Uno.
0: Yeah, I feel like those girls, also, there's more crying involved or emotionality. Yeah. Because it's funny, though, you know? Guys do it, too, when we're drunk. We, we The get...
1: difference is, is guys don't, like, they handle it. Some do. And then we usually yeah. don't. It's not a thing after that. Right. Like, um, if you need a moment, you need a moment.
0: Right. But I'm trying to think of other moments that could have actually ended worse than they, they did. I
1: mean, I've flipped four-wheelers on myself. I've launched dirt bikes out <sighs> from under me.
0: There was a time when I flipped a side-by-side, or not a side-by-side, uh, an ATV. I was, I was working on a farm, and I had the farmer's kid on back with me because we were going out to feed the cows. Yeah. And we were riding along where the tractor normally goes, and we hit one of the tire ruts. Yeah. Just wrong, or just right, either way you look at it, and flipped. And his son went flying off. I was pinned underneath it. His son almost... Went into the electric fence mm. and there was a puddle there, so he could have really been that would have hurt. Yeah, it would have hurt a lot more for him because he was he was small, he was probably like 10. Yeah, that would have hurt 10 or 12, you know. So, for a little kid to get I shocked mean, by the fence, it sucks now when you touch one of those goddamn fences, he would
1: survive because that fence usually pulses
0: and it would it probably short it out. Yeah, my guess, but uh, it would have hurt like hell. It, <laughs> Would have absolutely hurt like that. oh I would have been so mad at you and I am lucky that nothing happened because he didn't even tell his dad yeah. that that had happened and so we'd never had to tell his dad that that happened but now if he ever were to hear this podcast well
1: you'd be getting a phone call I'd, I'd be mm-hmm. getting a phone call
0: but that was so long ago you know I don't I don't I don't think they would care um, we used to do a lot of dumb shit on that farm anyway. That was the least of the I've problems. done
1: more dumb shit on motorcycles.
0: Really? But, yeah, but we don't even want to get yeah. into that conversation. That, that's that's, that's gonna be a, another topic of discussion is dumb things we do in motor vehicles no. in general. Uh,
1: I would All my dumb shit is either ATVs or motorcycles.
0: Yeah, I, I, like I said, man, anytime I'm off-road, it's like there's a switch that goes off in my brain like, don't worry, you're off-road. What's the worst that can happen? You're wearing a helmet most of the time. Most of the time. Sometimes I'm not. And, and Like, if I'm on a side-by-side, I'm not usually wearing a helmet because I'm like, fuck it, I got a roll cage. I
1: don't know that I've ever worn a helmet in an ATV on an ATV or a side-by-side. Mm. Side.
0: See, ATV, almost always am, I'm wearing a helmet.
1: And the only reason I wear a helmet on a motorcycle is because the army says I had to.
0: Yeah, see, if I had a motorcycle, I would wear a helmet too because I know, I know my luck, one, and I know how I am. And if I get in a wreck... It's gonna be bad.
1: I've wrecked every motorcycle I've ever owned.
0: Well, you, the one you have now is just sitting in a storage unit.
1: Well, that's because that had an engine blow up. And well, we don't even want to get there.
0: Yeah, that was. But
1: ultimately, every accident on the bike is Harley's fault, but zero been my fault. Yeah.
0: Well, you know, um, what about getting dirty while getting dirty? What What about doing the dirty while getting dirty? Oh yeah. You know, you ever you ever taken girl Out there off roading, and the next thing you know, you're muddy and you're just clothes are peeling off. And yes, oh, yeah, it's better than sex on a beach, yeah, because sex on a beach is horrible. You get sand in all kinds of yeah, weird sex spots. Sex
1: on a beach sucks. Sex after being out mudding, yeah, is just downright great. Yeah, it's like two pigs rolling around in a mud pie, damn right. It's pigs in slop, and you <laughs> just roll and yeah. let the juices fly. But that could be
0: worse, too, because if you get any of that swampy mud in any orifice. You could have real problems, you know?
1: Yeah, but, you know, there's usually Likelihood. water around somewhere. Yeah. You can splash it on the key areas Gosh. to rinse it off first. I... But typically, you're not wearing a bikini mudding, yeah. so your pants or shorts have already protected that.
0: Well, yeah, but once you take it off, now there's a chance of.
1: Yeah, but that's usually just on your arms and stuff.
0: Yeah. I guess so. I
1: mean, I'm not going to, like, grab her and go dive in the mud hole and get naked.
0: That would be funny as fuck, though. Yeah, you know. She probably wouldn't like it at all, but, I mean, for us, we're, it's like guys are built so we can go through all kinds of stuff and not really worry about having any sort of issues. Yeah. Women are, like, an incubator for fucking problems. Oh, yeah, I know. Namely babies, but, you know.
1: Well, not just that, you know, you get. Too much yeast in there and all kinds of craziness.
0: But anyway. Someone's baking sourdough.
1: Yeah, I know. <laughs> and as much as I like sourdough, that's the it? oven I want it coming out of.
0: No, that's that's like gone wrong sourdough. That is extra yeasty. That's,
1: that's sour don't. Yeah.
0: You smell it at the belly button, turn around and go back.
1: <laughs> so you don't follow the happy trail. No,
0: no, no. Don't go down there. That's a, That's a dead end things go to die down there it smells like it. it smells like death do not follow the yellow brick road it's the cave of death and <laughs> anyway me personally court,
1: uh cork down cork down
0: <laughs> there's only been a few instances for off-roading and you know getting it on but it's it's usually not on like atv or side by side it's usually like if I was off-roading in my truck or something and then, you
1: know, you Oh, just... it's so easy on a four-wheeler, especially I... when it's got a backrest. I get it. You just turn around, jerk them shorts off and boom, but... you're right
0: there. I know. I get the logistics of it. It's just you just haven't had the opportunity as much. Uh, no, I've had opportunity. I think I just never thought to do it because I was I was enjoying so much of the off-roading experience that that euphoria led to the bedroom later. Like, I, yeah, it didn't get to the point where my animalistic instincts took over because that happens at other times when it's right. just like, you know, I gotta have it. And then, yeah,
1: oh no, but, I'm I, the outdoors thing, riding horses,
0: for me, riding horses. Well, we've already talked about we me did, and horses, but you know, I'm just saying that's kind of off roading,
1: yeah, it, oh, it is, but
0: but it's different because you're elevated from everything and you're on the horse,
1: yeah. But there's just something for me in the great outdoors, yeah. Like I go, I go primal pretty quickly. Don't
0: get me wrong, I, I wouldn't turn it down if a girl was like, "Let's get it on." I'd be like, "Okay, we're we're doing this, you know." Don't worry about it. I mean, I've have it done in the woods, absolutely. Do I do it during off roading events? Not normally. It's just I, not a time when I think to do it.
1: And surprising, I have the most sex I've probably ever had in my life has been
0: outdoors while off roading. Your mom's never going to let you go off roading by yourself now. If she sees you with a girl now, she's going to be like, that's it. Ryan, no more ladies in the woods. Nope. She just, they just keep trucking if they're with us. You're going to end up with little gnomes running around.
1: Hey, you know what?
0: There's a sawmill. To to know means to love me.
1: Right. (laughs) (laughs) To to know means to know. (laughs) Right. Um,. Hindsight's twenty twenty.
0: 20 yeah. Doesn't do me any good in the future. Doesn't do good in the present unless you learn a lesson and you don't repeat it. But that's a different story. Especially when it comes to uh making babies. But getting stuck off road go hand in hand, just as much as drinking and off road go hand in hand for yes. me. I don't know for everyone else, but for me, that's a that's normally a true because, like in next weekend We'll be off roading, yep. most likely. Shit, I have to figure that logistic out. But um,
1: that's easy to figure out.
0: Yeah, I'll just buy another razor down there at the property.
1: Okay, okay, <laughs> sure. We we can do that, <laughs> right? I know right where to go.
0: Yeah, I know. No mm-hmm. shit.
1: We'll go ahead and just might as well go ahead and get a four door.
0: <laughs> yeah, right. right. Yeah.
1: And then we'll rig up some harnesses in the back seat for the dogs. Yeah
0: uh you know he doesn't he doesn't do well i take him in this in the razor and he is not a fan he he i don't know if it's too noisy or what it is but dogs your dogs don't mind what
1: i'm learning with with thor your dog yeah he's not a solo dog rider
0: no if other dogs are there he's cool yes but if he's by himself he's he's petrified he doesn't know what to do
1: i don't know what? It's like Ricky Bobby. What do I do with my hands?
0: It's literally the same way because he's like gets like rigor mortis and just sits there all yeah frigid and scared looking. I'm like, right, dude, you were just in a truck with your mom and dad riding around in a fucking truck and you're fine. Yeah, I take you in a side by side to go down by the creek where mm-hmm. you're gonna have a lot of fucking fun. Yeah, and you freak out.
1: But as soon, like if you open the side-by-side door, Roxy's in. Like, okay, where are I we know. going?
0: Because when we were at the property, we yep. did that, and she jumped. And I was like, bitch, get off me. She's like, nope, we're going. Let's go. I was like, at least sit in the passenger seat. No, she wants to be right on my lap yep. while I'm driving. Yep. That's, and she's like, let's roll, bro. I'm like, that's so awkward. Her mm-hmm. bony-ass little paws. mm mm-hmm. Um. You got any other off-road stories you want to share before we uh, wrap this up? Or
1: No, nah, I think I'm pretty solid on off-road stories. I mean, I've...
0: Flipped ATVs. I have
1: flipped dirt bikes.
0: Yeah. You know? No no other big vehicles getting stuck that you've had of your own. None of that.
1: None of the big vehicles I've ever owned. Honestly, I can't think of a single time I've had any of my big off-road vehicles stuck.
0: Let's go get the Ranchero
1: stuck. Right, because I could probably (laughs) drive that anywhere and get that stuck. I mean, you're talking two-wheel drive here. But it's a truck. Married with a car, it, it should is. be able to off road. It's a grand Torino meets an F 150. I'm just
0: saying, it looks like it should be able to off road. It doesn't have what if off-road we put off road tires on that? Oh no, it still would probably get stuck. I'm,
1: I mean, it would get stuck, but if we had off if it was raised higher, so we, I could we could still kind of maneuver. I could still put some maneuver 33s on there, probably. Yeah,
0: but then we'd need to put in like an electric locker. Well, you would have to convert it to full wheel drive, not necessarily. I think if you just put a locker around for the back. Yeah. And then it it would be okay. Because then it would just be able to push itself out. Yeah, but
1: why would I want to take something that's 1973 and take it off? It would be funny. But there's a difference. There's a difference.
0: You ever see those ridiculous vehicles? Speaking of, have you seen the one on Riverside Drive? Like, there's this uh, off-road place down there. And then on the right-hand side, if you're going to go towards, like, if you're leaving from here. Yep. And you're going down towards Taco Bell, for instance, right?
1: Just before Taco Bell on the right.
0: Well, it's not just before. So it's probably before the tire. Sh- no, I have to think about where the fuck it is. I'll take a picture next time. But it's a Civic, and it's lifted with off-road tires on it. And a a, car- know, a rack on the roof. I know roof. what you're talking about. It's fucking hilarious. Every time I see the, I just think, that is so Tennessee. That's that's a, such a Tennessee thing to do.
1: no. Like If I was going to do something like that, I would take a
0: Volkswagen. A Volkswagen what? Beetle. A Beetle, okay. Yeah, because well, those are normal for Baha'i. Yeah. Like, that's a normal but thing. But I would but, do yeah. that. Or, I mean, a,
1: a Volkswagen van would be pretty cool, too, to put some monster <laughs> swampers on.
0: No, I would do the Ford Econovans, because they, they made those 4 by 4 Econovans for a while. Yeah. And then you could put the, t- the tires on that.
1: Yeah, I but mean, those Econo vans are like... They're tall as shit. Yeah, that's like camping style. You'd have to clear some trees out to get through.
0: Well, make a turret so somebody can be up there with a pole saw. <laughs> 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 Fuck! Can you imagine seeing this monstrous thing going down the fucking ATV trail and there's guys on either side just bush hogging, oh, just <laughs> oh, oh, oh. fucking whacking a path for this thing to clear? I, I, I could see that. I could see that being a thing for sure. I could see you... Creating that. If I had more money than sense, I would absolutely do that. Or if you had more money to match your sense, maybe. But I definitely need more more than that. You need more money. I need more money. Yeah. I I think I might create an OnlyFans and maybe like do something with my feet. Just doing only feats. Only feats. Yeah. Only yeah. feats. Only feats and meats. Holding like pieces of bologna between my toes. Ooh.
1: Now we're getting <laughs> fancy, because I've seen them put, like, ranch and, <laughs> and ketchup. But, oh, we're talking bologna and turkey.
0: We're going to call it feet meat.
1: Hey, We might even have Italian day where we put some, what is that, pastrami. And, yeah, you got all kinds of stuff. And, uh, what was that stuff you had? Prosciutto. The, prosciutto, yeah. yeah.
0: Prosciutto's delicious.
1: breast
0: and prosciutto between the toes. <laughs> It'd be toe, toe jam. <laughs> oh, God. <sighs> All right, well, I think that's uh, enough of our insanity for everybody to take. They're probably already like, God, these guys are retarded. That wraps it up for us here at Bourbon Sauce. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed today's episode, please like, subscribe, and share with your friends. The more you like and share, the better the chances are we can grow the channel. Plus, the algorithms love it. Also, check out our Instagram page at www.instagram.com forward slash where you can see clues on upcoming events as well as see photos that pertain to our podcast. And you can message us there to give feedback and interact with us. Hope you come back. Until next time, enjoy your favorite beverage and get sauced. Cheers. Cheers.